The Angry Chicken is a production of amove.tv. Check out Amove TV for more podcasts covering Blizzard games. And for more of Jocelyn's gaming podcasts, visit jossplays.com. The Angry Chicken is brought to you by our legendary patrons over at patreon.com slash TAC. Time's up. Let's do this. You smell like a leopard gnome! I knew it! So hot! A podcast about Hearthstone and Battlegrounds. This is The Angry Chicken! Ben Brode tells no lies. This is The Angry Chicken, and I'm Garrett. She's Jocelyn. This is a podcast all about Hearthstone, Battlegrounds, and, well, really, that's all we're going to talk about today. My God, Jocelyn, we have so much to talk about today that I almost don't even want to ask you how you are, but we're both extremely <laughs> busy no these days. There is no time for that. So we don't, get the, we don't get to catch up all that much in between shows. So, so how are you doing? How's it going? You know, it, it's going. It's going pretty good, except in Battlegrounds. Um, I'm terrible <laughs> at that now, apparently. <laughs> Um, well, listen, we, we all have no idea what's going on, except that Cthune is good. Uh, that's yes. all I've learned. Um, in the uh, extremely rare occasion, the, the thing that never happens to me, uh, I logged in, first game, post-patch, Cthune is offered. I pick Cthune, and uh, well, I don't want to spoil the video I literally <laughs> just put up over at youtube.com slash TV, but it went well, and I think Cthune might be really good. I concur, which we will talk a little bit more about when we start talking about the patch. But um, I had a, a sort of similar situation happen to me today where, well, I didn't get Cthune, but I definitely got Yasharaj and two Nazoth games. Like my first three games were just like, bam, bam, bam. And I was like, wow, this never happens. Normally I'm waiting like three weeks to get a new hero offered. So it was, it was a good day. That's sick, man. Uh, they, uh, yeah, just just Cthune. Um, I, I be full disclosure, may have had that game and then been like, listen, I could play more games. I could get extremely timely content up on YouTube and um, <laughs> may have went to go get that posted. So, yeah, that's my experience for today. So I'm riding high with a 100% win rate in Battlegrounds. Nice. Grounds. Aww. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, it's patch day. 19.0 is here. That is, or not dot, oh, dot two. Dot two. <laughs> yes. It's the end of the year. I'm ready to open presents and drink eggnog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how about you? Um, but yeah, that's basically the only thing we're going to talk about today. No crazy game stories, no emails. We will be getting emails in at some point. I don't know. Hearthstone needs to slow down. Yeah, it's just been this like constant train of content and changes, which is great. But uh, yeah, that hasn't left us a, a lot of downtime in the show for sure. Yeah, it's actually this is not a complaint at all. However, you and I have mm-hmm. talked a lot about about like the, the packaging and like how many things are getting added all at once. I would have loved like the standard patch last week or a week before that. I realized they probably did not want to get it out before uh, Worlds. But whatever the case is, it would have been cool if like, we got Battlegrounds today and then the standard the week after and then the, the duels the week after that or something like break it up a little bit more. <laughs> Don't you guys yeah. know how content creators work? <laughs> but it's actually OK, though, because we haven't done emails in a while. And this is, I think, a good time to talk about what we're going to do for the rest of the month. So 
we're actually going to do a mailbag episode at the end of December. So if you guys do have questions, comments, things you want us to chat about or stuff you want to hear our opinions on, do send us an email over at tacpodcast.gmail.com or you can hit us up in the Discord if you are a patron. If you're not a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash tech and become one. And uh, yeah, send in your questions and uh, we're going to do a mailbag. So it's going to be all emails for the last show of the year. So get in there. Yeah. And there may be silly hats. There will definitely be alcohol. Uh, so you should also tune in live. I, we, Incoming like four hour tack. We do not pimp the live show enough. If you want to join us live, be a part of the live chat, like in real time, twitch.tv slash TV. You should follow TAC podcast on Twitter because when there's weeks like this and patches drop out of nowhere, even though it looks like some people on YouTube got to know about it ahead of time. <laughs> um, we weren't one of them. Uh, uh, that's when you're going to know when we like switch off of our normal Wednesday posting. We'll let you know over on uh, TAC podcast on Twitter. So go follow us there and then come join us live. Uh, you mentioned our Patreon, patreon.com slash TAC. We want to mention our most recent patrons. So Nathan Bell and Victor R.H. Merroquin. Thank you so very much for supporting this program. If you like what we're doing here on The Angry Chicken, if you like us bringing you the Hearthstone news, I think without... Too much bias. Uh, <laughs> still waiting for so my check, Blizzard. Bias. Yeah. Um, go support us. Patreon.com slash TAC. And we will tell you when the audio is terrible on Grandmasters because it was. Uh, so there's that. This is literally the worst audio gaff like I've ever experienced. It was really, really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> why, I don't know. Why do I go? Why, do, why, Jocelyn? Why has the internet trained me to go? We're not biased. Let's talk shit. Why is that the direction I go? Why is that? You're, it? Just, you're proving your total lack of bias. But uh, yeah, there were there were some definite audio issues that made that broadcast difficult to listen to. Uh, and the thing that that I was so upset by is that Derek and Gia were doing such a good job, I think. But, you know, like they've been doing a really good job casting so far this year over on the APAC side. And like. Man, it's just it was so frustrating because you couldn't hear what they were saying because they were getting overwritten by the game audio all the time. And I was just like, man, I think that was an excellent point, but I couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. So if that was a shot of smack talk, let me uh, chase it with there's a lot of people that go into broad, you know, broadcasts like that. And sometimes things just go awry. Having yeah. been in the dead center of things going awry many a time. And that's the kind of thing <laughs> that just makes me really sad. It also hashtag tech issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyways, there, there it is. We'll talk more about that when we get into the standard changes. Uh, but for right now, Jocelyn, are you ready to play a bumper? We haven't heard in a little while because it's been a while since some big changes have happened to battlegrounds. I asked you a question. I'm not going to give you time to answer. Here's the bumper. <laughs> Have a good battle, friend. Well, patch, uh, patch 19.2 has brought a lot of new things to the game, including uh, the big, awaited, massive Battlegrounds update uh, for the new expansion. We we were promised one of these every expansion after the expansion actually launches, and, and here it is. And there's, there's so much here, Joss. Uh, I wouldn't know exactly where to start, except... Spells have come to Battlegrounds, which did, did you think this was going to happen? I didn't think this was going to happen. 
Uh, I think this was the biggest, like, uh, traditional Hearthstone thing that was, like, uh, I don't even want to say, like, missing in Battlegrounds, but it was definitely uh, a Hearthstone staple that we hadn't seen yet, right? Like, you can always change minions around and stuff, and, and I don't play a lot of auto-battlers. Like, um, the only thing that I do play is Battlegrounds, so I don't know what the other ones are like and if they have spells or not, but... It very much just seemed like a minion only space. So it was really cool to see them actually bring spells in, even if it is uh, for a limited time, based on this whole Dark Moon prize idea. I also like the idea of them doing something that is like a limited time and very thematic, right? Like yeah. you get a prize. There's the, the card back is the dark moon fair card back. You get to see that going into your deck and stuff. And like, I don't know, just the whole theme of it, I thought really, really worked. And it's, it's nice that I, I get the feeling that if it works, they'll keep it. And if it doesn't, they're like, it's limited time. It's fine. It'll go away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's almost like it reminds me of like affixes in Diablo and World of Warcraft yeah. or anomalies and Heroes of the Storm. We see these kinds of things uh, come into a lot of other Blizzard games. And that's exactly, I'm like, I'm surprised they didn't like coin a phrase for this like that, like mm -hmm. affix, like anomaly. Um, there's just a note in the, in the patch notes saying, Hey, this is going to last for two months. Like just very yeah. blatantly. And then I and like, yeah, I had the same, same immediate thought in the back of my head. I'm like, if this works, I, why would you get rid of it? Uh, I mean, who knows? This is a huge upset to the way that we play battlegrounds. Um, and uh, we're not going to go card by card. There's a lot, not only to talk about here, but just in general, 19.2, we'd be here for seven hours, most likely if we went like bullet list all the way down and mentioned everything. Um, but the the important thing is to explain how Dark Moon prizes work. Uh, and they're basically spells all save for one card at the very end of all of this. So it's essentially spells and battlegrounds. They cost zero gold to cast. You will not be drafting these like minions. These are not going to show up in Bob's Tavern. Uh, the way it works is that every four turns, so basically starting on turn four, you don't get to do this at the beginning of the game, you're going to discover a Dark Moon prize. One of these, in some cases, uh, unique bespoke spells. Actually, in many cases, they're kind of unique bespoke spells for Battlegrounds. But in some cases, you may recognize some of these from Constructed Hearthstone. Um, and you're going to uh, pick one, and it gets added to your hand. And it's it's zero gold to cast it. Um, and then four turns later, you'll get to discover more. But... So you've got turn four, turn eight, turn 12, turn 16. There's only four turns in a game where this is offered to you. Um, and each turn, so turn four, turn eight, turn 12, turn 16, is its own unique prize pool. So you're not going to find stuff from, from turn four when you're on turn eight and, and vice versa, right. so on and so forth. So it's a very limited pool. So you're very likely to, you know, hopefully have a, have a good option here. Um, and, uh, for example, like if we go to prize turn three, because this also has a really interesting distinction. Uh, one mm -hmm. of the options is ice block. And, you know, you're thinking, wait, wait Akazam's a rack. Okay. That it's kind of powerful, especially when Akazam's a rack gets more than one ice block a game. Well, now anyone could potentially discover an ice block. However, ice block, on turn 12, you know, in the prize pool is really unique because there's a developer note in the patch notes that only one player even has the chance 
to discover ice block. Whereas basically every other spell in this prize pool, no matter what turn you're on, multiple players could find the same prize, but it's unique with ice block. So Jocelyn, don't worry. The entire lobby isn't going to discover ice block on turn 12. Yeah. And I think uh, it's very important to note that it is turn 12, not like 12 gold or eight gold or four gold or anything like that. So you have to really pay attention to which turn you're on. And the the way that they've kind of visually shown that is, like I mentioned, putting the cards actually into your deck. So each time you come into a non-prized turn, you will have a card added to your deck. When there's three cards in your deck, then ta-da, you get to discover on your next turn. So there's a there's kind of like a visual indicator of when these are going to happen. But... Um, there was some concern in the community. And I think that uh, like, again, we're not 100% sure how all this stuff works on the programming back end of it. But um, if it actually works that your one of your discover options is given to you when you're given the card, I think it kind of circumvents the community concern because we haven't talked about it too much or maybe even ever on this show. But you can actually close your Hearthstone client reopen it and rejoin your battlegrounds lobby and then you go straight from like you don't have to watch all the animations in the um in the actual combat phase you can skip straight to the actual shop and then so the concern was well if i can do that then can't i just close my client on turn 11 let the combat happen go into the shop be the first one into the shop and then therefore get the option to get ice block before anybody else but it seems like those cards are dealt to you on the turns heading into it. So doing that client like kind of workaround uh, isn't really an option that's available to you. So like I kind of wish it didn't work like that. I wish that like, you know, you had the same when you loaded back in, you go into wherever your combat phase is, but that's not how it works. So some people use that for if they're playing like APM Pirates, which is the kind of hogger build where you're trying to like, draw and or buy and play as many pirates as you can in a turn or sometimes like the Cadgar beast builds and stuff where you're trying to just triple really quickly and, and do all that kind of thing. Like there are some builds in battlegrounds that kind of require a longer turn timer. So that's the like workaround glitchy thing. <laughs> so there was some concern that you'd be able to kind of exploit that to be to get your chance and ice block before anybody else. But it doesn't seem to work like that it seems like your options are kind of predetermined before your prize turn. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of its own issue. I'm, I would have to imagine that the, that's something the team wants to shore up. And it, it, it's the kind of thing I look at and go, that's got to be so difficult to actually fix uh, in the way that the client is built. Uh, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It, that's the kind of thing that I, I would imagine they would fix as fast as humanly possible. Um but yeah, still, still an issue. It is kind of riding the line between like yeah, exploit, like and <laughs> like game mechanic, right? <laughs> yeah, I would probably be complaining more if I didn't finally just upgrade my three-year-old iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, I don't, I don't play like that. It's just like, like it's too much effort. Like I get it. Yeah, no, um, I like watching the combat. I find it very entertaining. <laughs> I do too. I do too. It's, yeah. like, it's half the game, right? Like yeah. <laughs> or half the mode. <laughs> yep. Yep, uh, exactly. Like the, the like my number one request is like I want a turn time a uh, turn counter built into mm. the client. It's like like I'm fine playing Hearthstone without deck tracker. I really like playing it with, but but in Battlegrounds like I can't stand it because I'm so used to having the turn counter. 
Yeah. It's uh it's so helpful. Like, especially when I'm casually playing, I'm doing other things. I'm just like waiting for a video to render or something or like, I would never slack off in a meeting playing never, battlegrounds, ever. never, ever. But like when you're casually playing, it's so nice to just come back and be like, oh, wait, what, what, what turn am I on? Okay, I should probably be this at this point in my economy. It's like extremely helpful. And and now it's even more helpful, like knowing if you're about to go into a prize turn or not. Um, especially considering the prize turn graphic that they put out says prize turn one, prize turn two. And that's not helpful at all. At all. Yeah, it's not <laughs> even like battlegrounds turn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, and I should say too, I mean, I don't know about you, Garrett, but um, my games have been going really terrible today. So um, I have yet to do a third discover. <laughs> so oh. uh, turn 12 and especially turn 16, because a lot of the options are very, very powerful, especially in those two later discover turns. Like the turn 16 stuff just feels like, or I guess prize turn for turn 16 like it just feels like absolutely like game ending but at the same time i haven't even gotten there yet so let, let, I don't know, have gonna, you seen a lot of of turn four prize turn fours uh no because i basically just played that cthulhu game uh then got to posting to youtube and then it was time to go to the show so um <laughs> no i i'm sorry i haven't seen uh, uh turn 16 because i was too busy getting uh, i was too busy winning before turn 16 um, there you go so. well that's the thing, though, like turn 16, if you're getting there, like that is late, late, yeah. late. I game. love that. <laughs> I love, by the way, uh, friends and family discount. I love at turn 16 that one of the options is uh, for the rest of the game. Minions and Bob's Tavern cost one less. That does not matter. There yeah. <laughs> so few games go that long. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. Um, I'm more interested in like open bar where you get five free refreshes. Your first five refreshes. Yeah. Where each you're turn probably on. Yeah. You're probably on tier six. Like you're at this point in the game. Like that's what you want to do. Like you are digging hard for that game winning golden combo type yeah. deal. I mean, you've got refreshing your gold too, which is like even almost, I think better because you could just use five golds worth of that to do your refreshes and then still have five gold left over. So I feel like, yeah, fresh tab is is better than open bar potentially because you can use it for multiple things. You have some options. Argent Braggart is really crazy. Yeah, the our only one minion in the pool. Yeah, 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 the only minion in this pool, um, which I think is um, it's kind of interesting because this is a cool idea of like just an automatic discover an effect thing. Um, and I'm wondering if like the next Battlegrounds update will maybe still have something along these lines, but then maybe include some more minions, like maybe put some spells somehow into the tavern to be bought. Like, I don't know. I think this is, uh, I think they're testing how this is going to work. And, and I like the idea of just spells and battlegrounds. I think it's really cool. So maybe you cost them differently in terms of like, you know, minions cost three gold spells cost two or four or whatever is balanced. <laughs> like, I don't know, but I like yeah, this I, experiment. <laughs> I think at that point, if you were going to make them cost anything, you'd basically be back in, you'd be kind of in standard card design territory where like, depending on the impact of the card, you'd have to have a cost associated with it. I mean, they're, they're certainly trying, like there's pools here. They're trying to have similar power levels at the same Kind of at the same time and everybody gets it. Right. Yeah. But there's clearly things like, you know, as I mentioned, being on turn 16 and having 
you know, minions cost one less for the rest of the game. I'm way less interested in that than straight up refreshing my gold. So yeah. there's, yeah, clearly these are more powerful later on, but they're not all created equal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of what this, what this comes down to. So it's, 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 it's really rad. Um, the one I found that really, it, uh, impressed me was I'm trying to find it here. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Is it really a turn two? Is oh it my the God, unlimited it coin? Uh, no. <laughs> so unlimited coins really good. I had to yeah. choose between that and great deal and great deal. So this is prize turn mm-hmm. two, which is actually turn eight. And also, by the way, I'm putting my stamp on this right now. You remember when battlegrounds came out and they were like, we're going to refer to these as bosses. And all of us were like, that's cute. We're calling them heroes. Cause that's what they are. And we don't feel like learning new terms. I'm not calling this prize turn two. I'm calling it turn eight. So turn eight <laughs> spells. Um, I got the option between the unlimited coin, which is gain one gold this turn only return this to your hand at the end of the turn. That seems good, but great deal reads for the rest of the game, reduce the cost of upgrading Bob's tavern by two at the end of your turn. You're going to see this. If you go and watch my Cthulhu game that I just posted, my plan was, hmm, given Cthulhu's hero power, which we'll talk about in a minute, I think I want to level slow, which means I'm going to be a little further behind on tavern tiers than I want. So I ended up picking great deal to kind of shore up a weakness of my, my economy strategy. And uh, no spoilers, it but, went well. but it may have worked out. <laughs> it may have worked out. Yeah, I think I actually ended up with a zero gold upgrade to a tavern because I forgot I had picked this and I was just like <laughs> playing through. I was like playing through my game as normal. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute. What, what is going, why is my tavern zero? Oh, right. I took great deal. Like I was just expecting it to go down by one. And I was thinking, you know, old economy and everything yeah. else. I, and I just, I was like, oh wait, I have a free upgrade right now. I feel, Way to go, Reno. I you f- idiot. <laughs> I feel like, like any hero that lends itself to power leveling would way prefer the coin compared to great deal. Cause they're not waiting to level anyway. They're not waiting those um, turns. Yeah. Whereas any heroes that have but it kind can help of, you catch up. Yeah. Any games that have early game prowess or any, any sort of natural scaling, your Yogg-Saranj, your Cthulhu's, and, and, and uh, hell, even Rafam, you know, because of just mm-hmm. being able to fill the board really early. They, they may, I feel like they're going to lean towards great deal, given the option between the two. These are both economy yeah. manipulating effects that you're going to, you're sometimes going to have to choose between on turn eight. Um, yeah. But I find them the other thing, The other thing that I think we should mention is that you can buy these spells and they go into your hand. So even though for most of them, you're going to want to play them right away, you can actually hang on to them and play them later on. So um, the one that just it reminded me is Brand's Blessing is actually a turn two or, or prize turn two, turn eight option. Uh, so in your second round of discoveries, you can potentially get this. And then if you you know, uh, want to tavern up or whatever, and you're not buying battle cries this turn, you can just hang on to it and use it later on because and, he just says battle cries trigger twice. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, on the house is another one at turn eight that you might want to hold on to because it's discover a minion from your current tavern tier. That, yeah. That's you one can that hold would, on to that till five or six and then be like, bam. Yeah. Pays, pays dividends. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're totally right. Whereas then there's like, there's just like the bouncer is give a minion plus five, plus five and taunt at turn eight. You probably just most cases want to just get that, that out the yeah. door and get a big power spike on turn eight. Yeah. Um, so uh, obviously all this grain, grain of salt, we're trying to talk like human beings and, and not think of all the nitpicky ways that that might not be the case, but yeah. Yeah. It's uh, well, yeah, I mean, if you're really going to cool. hold your spell, if you're discovering something that you're going to hold on to, Obviously, you're foregoing a potential power spike on turn eight, which may or may not actually be right. Again, I feel like there are 
so many combinations in battlegrounds now that it's hard to just like make a statement like you should pick this and you should this should be your strategy because like we've got lobbies with different um minion types in them every time we've got a different lobby composition in terms of heroes and then on top of those two things then you've also got you know now these these prize turns and maybe what you took on turn four will really inform your turn eight like it's really really difficult at this point to say like this is the correct line of battlegrounds play especially since this is still day one like give us a few weeks for this to all kind of settle out and there will probably be builds that work better than others but uh, there's a lot of like balls up in the air right now in terms of battlegrounds balance absolutely i'm i'm excited and uh willing to be patient for statistics websites to Right. For somebody today. smarter than me to tell me what my battlegrounds build yeah, should look like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, you get it. You get it. Yeah. It's just replay. Looking at you. Get it. Come on. Get to work. I need I need stats. I need them. <laughs> need delicious stats. Um, anyways, so let's uh let's move on and talk about new heroes being added. The three remaining old gods, Joss, are joining us in Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Uh, because as you know, Yaxaran has been our buddy uh since the beginning. But uh, his buddies are now gonna join the uh, join the join the tavern. I don't know how Cthulhu fits into the tavern. I'm gonna try not to think about that too much. But Cthulhu <laughs> is here. Uh, Cthulhu's hero power is called Saturday Cthulhu's. It took me no joke a day to get that uh, joke. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, what the hell? What is? Why does it Saturday Cthulhu's? I started singing a Fall Out Boy song in my head, and I didn't get that this was a Saturday cartoons thing. Like, by the way, who just calls it Saturday cartoons? It's Saturday morning cartoons. You don't (laughs) drop the morning. This needs the morning. Uh, I would give this a two out of 10 on the pun scale. Uh, This this one. I also might just be the stupidest person alive, which is also a possibility. (laughs) I wasn't, I wasn't going to say, but it took me about 10 seconds. (laughs) Everyone calls them Saturday morning cartoons. Everyone chat room, back me up on this. Right, right, right. Okay. Anyways, um, so Cthulhu's hero power is going to cost you two gold, and it reads, at the end of turn, give a friendly minion plus one, plus one, repeat zero times, upgrades after each use. And what upgrades is that zero, that repeat zero times. It's going to repeat one times after you use it once, two times after you use it twice, three times, and so on. And that does not stack the plus one, plus one onto the same target. It is individual plus one, plus ones that randomly dance around however many minions are on your board. And it could hit the same minion more than once. It could hit the same minion all every single time, but it's completely randomized. And the effect looks exactly like Cthulhu attacks from the minion that you know from constructed Hearthstone. Um, and so it starts pretty terrible. Two gold for plus one, <laughs> plus one. No, thank you. But it eventually grow. It can grow beyond Ragnaros's wildest dreams in terms of how much buff you're getting each turn. Yeah, this one I think is the best of the three that we've seen released today. Uh, it, I've seen Cthulhu's in every lobby. They've been very successful. Like it feels like you pick Cthulhu and you just get top four. <laughs> By the way, thank you, Kilmer, knocking the chat room for making me not feel alone for not getting this joke until now. So 
I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Yeah, I, th- I think this is too. Like when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is going to take a while to scale up and it's random. Yeah, it'll be nice on Divine Shield and Cleave, but I can't guarantee it's going to go on Divine Shield or Cleave. <laughs> it doesn't matter. If you start assembling a board that you actually like, like this just scales and scales and scales and scales. Um, so you just kind of get to this point where you're like, yeah, I want to we- I want to find... Uh, uh, I'm gonna. I want to find two gold every turn to get dedicated to the zero power later on. I don't. I don't think you should be slamming this every single turn early game. I think you kind of. Right now, my gut feeling is telling me, normal level up to tier three. So uh, oh, turn okay. turn two when you or sorry tier two when you feel like it. You probably have that turn two or turn three leeway on that uh, tier three on five. But after that, I want to start you know, weaving in hero powers, um, especially if you can find any sort of token or economic, like economy manipulation. Cause it really gets awkward until eight, like on eight, you're like, yeah, I can just buy two minions, hero power, you know, Bob's your uncle. Uh, well actually Bob's your bartender, but you get it. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, so, but like, I don't know, this is the type of hero I look at. I'm like, eventually we're just going to like know the rule for leveling, like when to tavern up, how to spend. Your yeah. Gold. Uh, but my gut right now is telling me kind of like do the normal thing until tier three. And then like, I think I waited until turn nine to go to tier four mm. in my game. And it, and it worked really well. And yeah, it's a tiny ass sample size patch has only been out for a few hours. So, you know, I, I have what experience I have. Um, but I, yeah, I, I like all signs point to Cthulhu wants a level slower because it can make up for, the lack of stats from higher end minions with its own damn hero power. Mm-hmm. So I really like the hero. Hope to get it more uh, onwards to Nizoth. Uh, hero power is called Avatar of Nizoth. It is a passive hero power and it reads start the game with a one, one fish that uh, gains all your death rattles in combat and makes fanboys and girls go crazy. <laughs> yeah. And so the fish is actually a beast, which kind of screwed me over because it kept stealing my buffs meant for the other beast that I had in this build. Um, And I found, so the fish like loses the death rattles. It doesn't actually keep them, which is good because if it kept them, that would probably be way overpowered. Oh, totally. Yeah, it just takes up this spot on your board as this little one one. And I'm just like, oh, man, I oh, yeah, it was it was not great. I played two games as Nizoth and it didn't really work out great. (laughs) Yeah, the way the fish works is like this effect is in combat. So, yes, uh, you probably want to tuck your fish away to the far right and have your other death rattle minions attack first so that they die because in combat, in your combat phase, as these death rattle minions die, the fish then gets those death Absorbs rattles. Them. <laughs> yeah, so it's an in combat effect. And then, you know, you go to your next tavern phase, it's over. Like the fish didn't yeah. permanently gain those death rattle effects. It's only in combat. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, what I have to ask is uh, maybe I'm totally having a, a brain fart here, but what buffs was the fish absorbing in beasts? I'm trying to think of uh, random buffs when that I was, would bone yeah, you. Yeah, so when I was doing, uh, when I was playing like the the cup and the jug, the menagerie stuff. Like oh, I had my, okay. So, I had so you weren't doing a beast build, you were doing a menagerie dude. build. I was doing a menagerie, yeah. Oh, okay. And then well, I was it, like, okay. yeah. Well, the fish is your beast then. That, that's just, the fish is your beast now. Sorry. But I wanted it on my cleave. It's like my hair is a bird. Your <laughs> argument is invalid. Your beast is a fish. <laughs> Adjust and yeah. move on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's, uh, it, 
it didn't feel great because like I said, it just kind of sat and took up a board space and board space is just at such a premium, right? And it's not like the amalgam on the curator side, right? Where that just gets, you can buff that with anything. You can just keep making it bigger and throwing stuff on and it always sticks. Um, the the fish just it, at the end of the turn, it goes back to a one one with no death rattles. And it was just kind of felt bleh. Um, and the death rattles, I found that like, as you said, you know, tuck it away to the, to the one side, which I started doing, but then I was like the death rattles that I would want to copy are things like Nazoth and divine shield, but that means that they have to die first. So then my fish is attacking third. And then all of a sudden I've got, you know, three minions doing not really all that much. And, you know, just to try to stack these death rattles, it was really awkward and, uh, and didn't work nearly as powerfully as I thought that it was going to. And I thought, okay, well, maybe if I did this in some sort of like late game Goldrin beast comp, like it can absorb the Goldrin. I'm like, if I have like late game Goldrin beast comp, I don't need a fish. <laughs> like I've already won. <laughs> yeah. Although then you could stack the fish like right next to Goldrin. So Goldrin dies, buffs everything. Fish gets Goldrin. It's basically like you have two Goldrins. So like, that's yeah. not the worst thing in the world. Like you just, you change your positioning tactic at that point. But yeah. But then like, so if, if that's what happens though, like I've probably already won because I've probably also got Baron rolling and you know, like what? I've got my little, uh, my macaw dude, like that stuff's just better than the fish. <laughs> How many times do you get the perfect, uh, Goldrin comp? What, what world like, are you living in and how time, do I get Garrett, invited all the time? Oh my God. Like if that's how my games went, yeah, I'd agree with you, but it's not, I need, I need, I put together the most ramshackle, pathetic Goldrin comp you've ever seen consistently. So with the, just because you're bad be at beast better. doesn't make Nazoth good. <laughs> <laughs> you mean just because I'm bad at getting Bob to give me the crap I actually want? Yeah, you just have to have Joss luck. Oh, okay. No wonder you. I no wonder you like Alex Straza. It like all makes sense now. Oh my god, I had an Alex game today that went great again. I was just like, what is Garrett's problem? <laughs> I play good heroes and know how to play them. Like, <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm excited. I personally, I'm excited to play the Zoth, but yeah, I, I compared to Cthulhu. Yeah. There's like so there's guaranteed value in Cthulhu and the Zoth is a big yeah. old, like maybe, maybe this yeah. will work. But, uh, for some reason I'm just noticing an issue with my camera and the overlay. So I'm just going to fix that real quick. <laughs> Nobody look at this. All right. That's fixed. Cool. <laughs> uh, all right. Yashiraj is next. And our final new hero that was added today to battlegrounds embrace your rage. Do I have to put on rage against the machine? I don't want Twitch to ban me. Um, <laughs> uh, it's going to cost you two gold and it reads start of combat Add a minion from your tavern tier to your war band. Keep it. Uh, Jocelyn, are you aware of the hidden text on Yashiraj? I am because, oh my God, this felt bad. <laughs> yeah, the hidden, you hidden text always, is never attack first. Yeah, you always have to leave an open spot in your war band if you intend to get a random minion for two. Um, and it's... <laughs> I'm so split on this. I only got to play one game as him and it's super, super powerful in the early game. And I think maybe I hung on to it too late into the late game, as in I was still trying to make it work when probably just having a minion 
that I had purposely chosen in that seventh slot would have been a better choice than randomly from my tavern tier because I think every single time I ended up just selling that random minion. So then it's like, it's not actually doing anything, right? Because you don't get the battle cry. It doesn't like go into your hand or anything. Mm -hmm. uh, the chances of you tripling are really, 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 really small. So it's it's the kind of thing where I was just like, uh, this really just ends up being uh, late game anyways, ends up being like me paying two gold to get one gold. And that just seems silly. And and also having to, you know, have that empty spot on my on my board. So I think really, really good early game, probably want to hit this button all the time and maybe like level up a little bit slower and then try to take advantage of some of those prizes that we talked about earlier. And then, you know, like maybe stop pushing the button later on. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, you, I, if you do have seven minions and you push your button, you're not going to get anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, I look at this, my my gut when I looked at Yasharaj was, oh, Yogg-Saron. Because Yogg-Saron, hero power worth basically falls off a cliff after turn seven. Yeah. Um, like you, you, there's times when you would do it, like especially when you're just like, ah, I don't need any of this stuff. I got two leftover gold. Why not? But um like basically kind of after turn seven, especially if you look at stats on HS replay, when to hero power, which is like the percentage of first place players who use their hero power each turn after seven, it's just like, boop, gone off a cliff. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah um, you definitely, it's definitely an early game power spike and the kind of thing that like you just hope goes really well for you and then you stop. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think you're going to get like, this is really powerful early game. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, pretty much kind of bad <laughs> late game. I, so I haven't gotten Yasha Rise and I assume this is the way it works. It just like stays on your board. When you get back to the tavern phase, it doesn't add that minion to your hand. Right. Yeah. It just Boy, stays on your bad. board. Oh, rough. yeah. I think that, yeah, uh, yeah I, I think, I think Yasha Rise is going to debut low and, and my, my call is that it's going to stay low and we're going to see some adjustments. And I already want to see the adjustment made where, yeah, you get to keep the minion, but it's added to your hand. It doesn't just stay in the, in the t next tavern phase. So you can think, get a little yeah. more mileage out of battle cries. That would be exactly, that would be way, way better. Cause like there was one time I pushed the button and got talk spin and I didn't have any other Murlocs, but if it was in my hand at the end of combat, that's absolutely the sort of thing. Like, even if it's like when it dies, add it to your hand or something like that, the same way that like the um, genie works or whatever, like it just, there's already existing minions that do this in battlegrounds. So I would like to see that change made because he feels really bad. Whereas if I had gotten that toxin like up in my hand, then I could have maybe like bought a Murloc the next turn, given it poison or something like then there's like a little bit more like potential late game value. Um so yeah, like, and, and you're still going to be, you know, like selling it for, for the, for the one gold. Although I did play Yashiraj in a lobby that had pirates and more than once got the, uh, sell for three gold pirate, which then feels really good, <laughs> right? Cause yeah. then you're like getting bonus gold for it, but lobby with pirates, it's still a random role. Like <laughs> it was definitely a, a high role on that hero power for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not over the moon with Yasharaj, but there's, there's some yeah. heroes I would take Yasharaj over. Like if, yeah, like if again, I'm kind of thinking about this, like what I want to take Yogg, uh, I would consider Yasharaj, you know, mm -hmm. I think is kind of where, where Yasharaj lands, uh, lands for me, at least on day one here. So, 
Before we move on with the rest of this extremely large Battlegrounds update, let's take a minute or two and thank our sponsors. I got the best deals anywhere. All right, Jess, I want to do something uh, a little special with this sponsor read. Uh, are you ready? I don't, I don't know if I'm I guess I'm ready. I, let's I want, do this. I want to see if you can make it through this sponsor read that I'm about to do without laughing. Considering how easy it is to make me laugh, probably not, but I'm going to try my hardest. All right. Start well, the timers. Happy holidays from Hello Tushy, the number one way to go number two. For years, the days have cost thousands of dollars and available only to the richest of a-holes. The Hello Tushy modern bidet attachment is here to democratize the blessings bestowed by bidets and offer clean buttholes to everyone. Hello Tushy attaches to your existing <laughs> toilet. I knew it. I knew I'd get you. I, I'm silently laughing like five times, but man... Graphic design, marketing, and copy is great. I love it. It's wonderful. And I actually legitimately love the product. So Hello Tushy is a bidet attachment, and it attaches to your existing toilet. No electricity, no additional plumbing is needed, and it cleans your butt with a precise stream of fresh water, all for just $79. And your Hello Tushy will cut toilet paper use by 80%, so it, it pays for itself simply by how much TP it saves you. Also, my God, I wish I had this earlier in the year when I legitimately could not find toilet paper. Because with Hello Toshi, you don't wipe at all. Hello Toshi is your new, hands-free butt buddy. Every Hello Toshi bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free happy butt guarantee. You know you want that happy butt guarantee. And a 12-month warranty. So stop wiping your butt and start washing and join the millions of happy Hello Toshi customers right now. Plus, Hello Toshi is the perfect gift for the holidays. So go get 10% off plus free shipping right now at hellotushy.com slash chicken. That's hellotushy.com slash chicken for 10% off and free shipping. Once again, it's hellotushy.com slash chicken. Go check them out. You did better than I thought, Joss. <laughs> I can't wait for a butt buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, Joss, what's the other hobby that I really like that I mentioned and you're just, you just start, you just start to glaze over. Is it music? Close. Cars. You had two uh, options. Yeah. I guess you had three because yeah. it's also Star Wars, but no, we're going with cars. <laughs> today we're going with cars big fan of took fast and furious a little too seriously and now i have a day glow blue movie. ford focus yeah and people get out of their cars and they 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 look at me and they point and they go you almost had me you never had your car but i did have a better rate on my car insurance at least because i went to gabby go to gabby.com slash tac right now and check them out you're probably overpaying on car and homeowner's insurance i'm sure you'd love to save some money but do you want to go spend hours on your own shopping for a lower rate and maybe save a few bucks eh, probably not Go use Gabby. Gabby does all of the work for you in just a few minutes. And get this, Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. Jocelyn, how many Hearthstone cards could you buy for $961 per year? Uh, Like a billion. I mean, if Reddit's to be believed, three. <laughs> it's somewhere between three and a billion, you okay. guys. All right, somewhere in there, the truth lies. Anyways, Gabby, they do exactly as advertised. They take the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you apples to apples comparisons of your coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. That's what I did. I've been with Geico since I got my focus back in 2018. I went to Gabby.com slash TAC, and all I had to do was log in with my Geico account through Gabby, and bam, 
Gabby showed me offers from National General, Progressive, and tons of others. Uh, and it turned out Safeco will save me $218 on the exact same coverage I currently have. And on top of all of this, you know, Joss, if they can't find your savings like they did for me, they'll, they'll let you know so you can relax. Go check them out. You're probably overpaying on car and homeowners insurance. See how much Gabby can save you. It's totally free to check and there's no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash T-A-C. That is spelled G-A-B-I dot com slash TAC. Check it out. Gabby.com slash TAC. We thank them for their support. We thank you for supporting the brands that support us here on The Angry Chick. Back to the show. Hero pool updates. That's it for new heroes. Let's talk about heroes we know and maybe love. <laughs> uh, Galakron has been temporarily removed from the Battlegrounds hero pool. And how short was his reign of actually being a playable hero? I'm happy about this, though. Uh, the game that I played before the patch was actually live, I thought the patch had happened and uh, I got into a lobby against him. And he dealt 37 damage to me in one turn, not very far into the game. And I was like, Ugh. Oh, you you're were, the worst. Oh, I thought you were supposed to be gone. <laughs> you were just sending Galakrond off. Yeah. Good. <laughs> with my face. That's a little ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds stupid. like every game I ever play with Alex Strauss. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, unfortunately, Galakrond is gone. I loved playing him. Didn't get him offered to me enough, but that's, you know, that's such as such as the way of battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. Battlegrounds giveth and battlegrounds give, taketh away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sir Finley Mergleton has returned to the Battlegrounds pool. No changes. He's just back as the fish man be. <laughs> I like, I like Finley because uh, fin- Finley's my buddy when I'm salty. I'm just like, oh, this all sucks. I'm taking Finley to see if I got a better option. Yeah, I like Finley. I'm, I'm glad they didn't really change him. It is odd, though, that they would take him out and then bring him back exactly the same. Like, why not just leave him in? <laughs> I think it just kind of changes. Although I guess, oh, no, no, no. They had to take him out because uh, he had the chance to get Akazam Zorak's hero power. And if he got that, then he would oh, break the game. I'm glad you remember That's that. Why. I completely forgot yeah. about that bug. Yeah. Okay. So uh, now that they well, fixed that with the Akazam Zorak change, uh, Finley, Finley can come back. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the th- uh, it's funny. I wonder if like they're weirdly linked because uh, Akazam Zorak is also back. Yes, yes. And uh, competitive spirit has been added to Akazam Zorak's secret pool. This is a, uh, you may recognize it from Constructed Hearthstone. It's a paladin secret. When your turn starts, give your minions plus one, plus one. So that's now one of Akazam Zorak's options. And I honestly, I think a pretty solid one. Yeah, I think this was the the kind of secret that I thought would fit the best in Battlegrounds. Um, it's a board wide buff, but he's not guaranteed to get it. So I think, yeah, this, this works. Yeah. And at best it's a plus seven plus seven. I will take yeah. that please. And thank you. Akazam Zarek was always like my, like solid, but I would never talk about a pick. Just <laughs> always there. Yeah. I think I only ever played him like twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was, he was my light, my light in the darkness when it was mm-hmm. like Illidan and old Galakrond. Akazam Zarak was there like, hey, buddy, let's let's go for a spin. Let's spin the secret wheel and still <laughs> see how this works. Um, and then uh, Silas Darkmoon's getting adjusted is a uh, come one, come all hero power. Uh, they're increasing the overall chances of getting tickets after turn one. Thank God. The last <laughs> time I played Silas, I was just bricking. I was just like, how many times can I see no tickets at all? Or they're on huh. crowd favorite. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, see, that's the thing. You just have to buy the ticket minion. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not how you win in battlegrounds. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I win in Battlegrounds. Maybe my ticket minions are just always good. <laughs> Justin, what was the last time you watched... Garrett an aneurysm, you guys. What was like... the last time you watched Deadpool 2? Because it was randomly on TV the other night. I was, I was reminded of Domino, the superhero whose power is, I'm lucky. <laughs> and I'm not saying you should Domino cosplay, but maybe you should Domino cosplay. <laughs> it does sometimes feel like that. That's how I. That's how I feel sometimes. That's how I feel because <laughs> I definitely don't feel like Ryan Reynolds. Ain't no one that pretty. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Zephyrus the Great. Uh, three wishes. Getting buffed. Used to cost four gold. Now it costs three gold. Uh, still is the whole. If you have two copies of a minion and find the third, and you can only do this three times total. Um, but I was really excited about Zephyrus and, and yeah, it just, it was just a little too damn expensive. Yeah. I think three cost is better. It's the cost of a minion if you were to buy it. So the, the kind of bonus to having it as a hero power is the fact that once you get to, you just get the third, right? So you don't have to worry about those like random luck rolls of, of Bob's tavern. So very powerful, um, I, I think three is, is the correct cost. I don't think that that, you know, guarantee of the minion was worth that whole extra gold. It was, it was too expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was on the rough side for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then patches the pirate pirate party is getting buffed as well. Uh, same way as efforts used to cost four gold. Now it's only going to cost you three. The power itself has been completely unchanged. You still get a pirate. And then after you buy a pirate, your next hero power costs one less. So I had a patches kick my butt today after this buff. So Good. it might've been a little bit much, but I mean, he's uh yeah, he was really strong. Yeah. And really sorry, I apologize for really that. Good. Early. I don't want you to lose, but I do want pirates <laughs> to be competitive again because I love drafting yeah. pirates and they have kind of been terrible for months. Yeah, they've been, I mean, they were not the strongest kind of on launch dragons i think had a more powerful launch and then elementals came in and just kicked everybody in the nuts and it was like well now you just never pick pirates <laughs> pretty much pretty much yeah. so and uh now we're into new minions of which there are many but we are not doing some big fat obvious minion type tribal synergy thing here mm -hmm. we're i mean if anything there's like now a taunt build there's taunt, yeah, there's like taunt synergy. Yeah. 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 So uh, starting with, uh, and we'll try and move through this relatively briefly. Uh, Acolyte of Cthune, uh, tier one, two, two with reborn and taunt. Uh, so, and this is the only tier one minion being added. Uh, I think this is a great tier one minion. I really like mm -hmm. reborn. I think it's strong. I think it's especially strong in the tier one slot because it gives you a good chance of winning or at worst tying your, uh, your early rounds because of that. It's mm -hmm. essentially two bodies. So yeah, I dig it. And, and when golden is just a four, four with taunt reborn uh, and no, and no tribe, right? So you can't like buff it up. It doesn't do anything crazy. It, just, it just is what it is for the early game. And I think it's still slightly like it's almost the same as the uh, vulgar homunculus, the two, four guy, but um, there's the chance that his, that he will survive where acolyte of Cthune won't because acolyte of Cthune only has the one health on the reborn. Right. So, yeah, but you're also not 
acting in your own face to get this minion into play. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why I think homunculus is still okay because he is still that just little tiny bit more yeah. powerful potentially uh, than the acolyte of Cthune, which then makes his downside, not like a, a real bad smack in the face, still smack in the face, but maybe hashtag worth. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, Tormented ritualist is next to tier two, two, three with taunt. And it reads whenever this is attacked, give adjacent minions, Plus one, plus one. Uh, golden is a four, six that gives adjacent minions plus two, plus two. Um, I don't hate this early game. I, I think it's a bit, of, in what I saw today, it feels like a bit of a trap to mm. strategize around this. Yeah, it's it's okay. But again, because you can't, it has no tribe, you can't actually buff it, which means that it like, might be okay for a turn or two. Uh, might be okay to grab copies of to get the golden discover type effect, but like it doesn't scale. It's not yeah. something you want to hang on to um, past the first few turns it's available. I, right? I don't want to like, strongly disagree with you, but I do want to lightly say, I think we can start to look at taunt as it's as a soft minion type. I, I agree, but it doesn't have, um, like, if you could, like, buff the health on this somehow, cool, uh, because there's the, the minion later on uh, that we're going to talk about in a bit that buffs the attack of a taunt minion when it gets attacked, but then, like, this isn't going to get multiple buffs potentially, right? Because it's going to just die. It has six health when it's golden. Like, <laughs> and yeah, you can't, it's not any other minion type that would allow you to buff it in any way. So there is still, oh, I always forget the name of the taunt. There's still the taunt buffing minion in the pool. Yeah. the I know the one you're talking about, the two, three battle. Yeah, strong guy. shell scavenger. Yeah. Yeah. Give your but taunt minions so plus two, plus late. Two. He's so late that he I is. feel like, yeah, this is just not the the greatest. Like I said, it's it's okay as as a taunt option if you don't have any other option and you want to buff up some other stuff on your board. Maybe got a, a rat pack or two, like you know, want to get an extra token out of that sort of thing. Like, sure, but uh, it's not the kind of thing that you hang on to. I agree. Unless you're, like I think going the the elemental taunt. dude. Yeah, the, I think, but the taunt elemental dude that whenever you play an el elemental, he gets health. I found he works better because then when you're buffing the attack on him, like he's got such a big booty, he'll stick around and get multiple buffs and kill some stuff on the other side, right? Fair. This guy, his booty's too little. Yeah, but this is guaranteed to happen. You don't need to find other elementals, uh, which is True. the requirement of the other minion. So this is a trade off there. I, listen, I've started this by saying, I think it's a trap to draft this, but like there's. <laughs> I know. Why are you? I'm agreeing with you. Why are you defending him so, so much? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's just things to consider. It's all. So anyway, that's Torrent Ritualist. Uh, not knocking my socks off by any means. Uh, Warden of Old is next. Uh, tier three, three, three with death rattle Add a coin or sorry, add a gold coin to your hand. Uh, and then uh, golden is a six, six that adds two gold coins to your hand. Uh, so economy manipulation. Um, you are, if you're driving this, you're, you're going for an economy play. You're going for the long yeah. play because you're not going to win the now play. This is a three, three <laughs> on tavern tier three. That is bad. That's a bad body with no combat effect whatsoever. Yeah. No combat effect. And again, no tribe. So, or no minion type. So unable to actually get bigger, <laughs> like uh, other than like with spawn of Nazoth plays, right. That just buff mm -hmm. everything. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. 
Uh, do you think with all of this stuff we're gonna see Tyrion come back? <laughs> I miss I miss my my drafter I, of the of the minion typeless. <laughs> I I think we should give him another shot. I think there's enough powerful hero power well, you know in actually, the pool now that like sorry, I think no, Tyrion. No, never mind. Sorry. No, 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 no. No, with the, with all these these minion <laughs> type like non minion type minions being no, this would be ridiculous. Ele- <laughs> Ele- elementals so meta. Choices. I would have loved to have seen him in the elementals meta. Mm. Like, uh, but now no, he would just be a broken, consistent jerk face. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Thank you. No. Thank you. Uh. Warden of old is a naga. I would love to see a naga minion type. Just saying. Mm. Team five. Love to see it. Okay. Uh, we're actually getting more than one tier three minion. Arm of the Empire is another tier three minion uh, with four attack, five health. Reads, whenever a friendly taunt minion is attacked, give it plus three attack. And when it, if you manage to get a golden, it's an eight, ten. It gives it uh, plus six attack. So this is your taunt buffer that we've been alluding to this yeah, entire this conversation. Yeah, this is the one I was talking about. Yeah. So I got this alongside a golden version of that elemental dude and it was so good. It carried me for so long. <laughs> I ended up with almost 100 health on it and every single time it got attacked, it was getting plus 6 attack cuz I had the golden version of the arm of the empire and I was just like this is so good and so fun. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty solid. Um and it's a yeah, I it's it's rare, but I always got excited when I got into one of those like brand games. You're just finding so many strong shells, and you're like, "I'm just gonna taunt everything up. Why not? Yeah. Let's do it." Um, and this <laughs> is another like piece of that puzzle. So you might it mm-hmm. might make taunt comps a little more like legitimate and consistent. And so um, I'm actually a little stoked on this card because I think it's the gas that can make taunt go. Yes, yeah, I like it quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, Big Fernal is next. Yes, you heard that right. Big Fernal. Uh, Tier 4 Demon with 4 attack, 4 health. Reads, after you summon a demon, gain plus 1, plus 1 permanently. And if I'm not mistaken, this can happen in combat, which is super spicy. It can. Yeah. Yeah, it's very... So, yeah, if you're going some sort of, like, juggler build with a whole bunch of things, like Imp imp Gang Boss and... and, um, Void, Void Lord, and I was going to say Void Daddy, and I'm like, that's not his actual name. That's what everyone calls them. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, dog. We're just going to call it Void Daddy yeah. for the rest of our lives. Um, yeah, very much so. Yeah, um, this is this is super, super spicy. It just makes me want, I just mm-hmm. like, ooh-wee, Big Infernal. It's so good. He gets so big. I yep. came into a lobby against, or I guess a combat phase, against somebody who had drafted this guy. Must have been pretty early. Got a golden version and it was like when all of my minions were in the like teens and twenties in terms of their health and, and attack, like this dude was already like up in the eighties. Like it was just huge. Plus it was a juggler comp. So it was like, they had all the little juggles, but then also this big beefy, big fernal. And I was just like, no, why? There is one major thing <laughs> that absolutely sucks about big fernal. What's that? Uh, if I'm going demons, um, I al- I already uh, felt terrible whiffing on tier four demons if I was going big demons. Now I'm going to be angry whiffing on tier four demons as a juggler comp. So thank you. <laughs> thank you, tier. Yep. Also, uh, the golden is an 8-8 eight, eight, uh, that g- gains plus two, plus two permanently. Unfortunately, they did not name it Chonk Fernal. 
as they should have. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kiraji Harbinger is next. Uh, tier 455 reads, after a friendly minion with taunt dies, give its name neighbors uh, plus two, plus two. Golden is a 1010 that gives its neighbors plus four, plus four. So more taunt synergy. Mm-hmm. I dig. If you're going taunt, this seems yeah. interesting. However, it's not a permanent buff. And since it's at tier four, I, I raise an eyebrow to it. Yeah. And it brings in some interesting positioning choices potentially because like you're going to want to be careful with what you put next to taunt because of potential cleaving at this point in the game. But then at the same time, maybe it's okay to get cleaved if you're buffing stuff up anyways. Like, you know, it's, it's a interesting positioning puzzle. I think yeah, when you're I th- playing I, this card. Yeah. Because of the adjacent buffing that's going on and the taunt synergies that we're seeing here, I think it's meant to play around the threat of cleave, but we also have a, a, a spell you can discover on turn 12, I believe that just doubles a minion's attack. Mm-hmm. So cleaves could be gigantic. Gigantic. Um, so yeah, I, because the so the taunt would have to die too, which is the other piece, right? Normally, this the taunt again has a has a pretty high health pool, and so it's not necessarily dying. And so then the stuff on the sides of it is not necessarily getting a buff, but might be getting cleaved down. So you know, again, like there's this like risk reward kind of positioning puzzle that like, maybe this is good. Maybe this isn't good. I, I don't know. I'm still, this is one I'm on the fence. It's like, it's interesting with like taunt stuff. And I guess you could also, if you just go like full taunt build with like this dude in the background and all your minions have taunt, then every time any of them dies, then you're just buffing all of the rest of the, or the, you're buffing the neighbors and maybe that's okay. I don't know. Um, there's, there's, a lot of question marks for me around this specific um, minion. I, I think this is one of the, the less good taunt synergy minions. Yeah. We've seen. Um, it's like if something bad happens, then get plus four plus four at best. It's like, eh, is that really that good mm-hmm. on uh, tier four and beyond? And it's not, again, it's not a permanent buff. I want to be scaling at this point. This doesn't help me scale. Yeah, which I feel like um, maybe if it was like plus one, plus one on the normal version and then plus two, plus two on the golden version, but permanent, maybe then it becomes more of like part of the conversation, you know? Way more interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Champion of Yashiraj is up next. Tier four, two, two. Whenever a friendly taunt minion is attacked, gain plus one, plus one permanently. Golden is a four, four. Against plus two, plus two permanently. I originally misread this and I thought the taunt minion that was getting attacked gained the buff. It's the champion of Yashiraj itself that gains this buff. Permanently. Yes. So it scales. <laughs> so this is another, this is another constantly always getting bigger after every combat phase um, taunt synergy minion. Yeah, this, this can't, I saw one of these get huge. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, (laughs) Well, because uh, like you're basically always going to have a taunt, right? At least one taunt. (laughs) If you're chasing this taunt synergy, you're going to have a ton of them. Right. But even if you're not chasing taunt synergy, you just kind of always want to have a taunt minion, regardless of what your build is, because you want to control the order of attack and the order your things die as much as you possibly can. So you're probably going to want to protect your board behind a taunt minion. So there's always going to be something. 
if your taunt minion is big enough and it's, you know, absorbing a few attacks every time, then, you know, like this thing could be gaining just stats always over and over and over again. Like, oh man, it's so gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's good. And, like uh, gross good. Yeah. And it, and it, it, it really gets complimented by one of the, the uh, tier six mini we're about to talk about. But uh, before we get there, faceless tavern goer, uh, tier five, four, four battle cry, choose a minion in Bob's tavern, transform into a plain copy of it. Uh, if you manage the gold in this, it's an eight, eight, uh, where you transform into a golden copy of it. But no, I haven't actually. Yeah. So I haven't actually played with this yet. Um, I saw it come up as an option and I was like, Mm, I don't really want to try to figure out what this means. So a plain copy, does that mean that it doesn't copy any, is it like doesn't copy any stat changes potentially, or does it not copy any effects? Cause then like, am I just getting a the, dragon or like a minion under, type? Like a, my understanding what is a of plain this copy, <laughs> it, 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 it is the minion as you understand it. My, I believe that the plain copy is in there to uh, fight against any heroes that can buff Bob's tavern like Daryl. Okay. So you're not going to get those buffs is my understanding. I too haven't played with it, but that's, that's my read on why that, e- that line is even there. Cause I was like, I was thinking, I'm like, if I transform into a plain copy of like, the one, one poisonous thing. Like, do I get the poisonous? Cause otherwise I'm just a one, one little dude with you, no minion type. I like would, that would yeah, be terrible. Any, I believe you get anything that's inherent to that minion, but not anything you okay. added to that minion. Right. Okay. So yeah. All right. That makes, that makes more sense. I was picturing like a silenced version of the minion basically, uh, including all effects. And I was like, that's terrible. Why would I ever choose this? <laughs> Again, yeah, that's my, and Chavram's confirming that that seems to be the way it, it works. Okay. So no, no, sh- no shenanigans, no, no me buffing. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That th- makes th- sense. This minion honestly is just like, uh, this is like, I don't, th- this minion's got don't draft on day one all over it. <laughs> I'm just like, let smarter <laughs> people figure this out. I'll get to it later. Right. So, yeah. Uh, Mithrax the Unraveler comes to Battlegrounds as a tier 5 4 4 that reads at the end of your turn, gain plus 1, plus 2 for each minion type you control. Golden version is an 8 8 uh, that gains plus 2, plus 4 for each minion type you control. So, a little bit more menagerie. However, not doesn't have its own minion type, so it's a funky menagerie inclusion. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I feel like, I mean, uh, I played with him and he was really good. He grew pretty quickly. Again, I was running a, a Light Fang Menagerie kind of comp anyways. And then so when I discovered him off of a golden on turn or not turn four on t- Tavern four, uh, it was actually like he worked out really well. It was like every turn I was getting, you know, plus four, plus eight sort of thing. And I was like, wow, this is this is getting pretty big pretty quickly. So, yeah, I, if I, you're running a menagerie comp, this is a really good um, like big beefy minion that can compete with some of those other larger comps. I think he's a decent I, I, I think he's a decent discover. Like he's a good consolation discover to a light fang if you're going the menagerie route. Um I don't think there's any universe where if you're already going menagerie and you get offered this and light fang, 
you would take this over Light Fang. Um, no, no, but, I think you spread the buffs out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think if you find this relatively early on in your in your menagerie game, I, I, I think it's it's going to get get big and you're going to get some mm-hmm. mileage out of it. I think this just like the later you find this thing, the more and more it's stock just drops off. Which is the same sort of idea as Gold Grubber, right? Mm-hmm. Like oh, great God, yeah. if you can get it right away, but if it comes up late, you're just like, Psh. Lost so many games chasing gold grubbers I shouldn't have. <laughs> All right, we're wrapping this up with Alistra, Alistra. I don't know the right way to pronounce this. The Immortal. All I know is Alistra has the best armor set in the history of World of Warcraft. Uh, tier 6, 7-7, seven, seven, Divine Shield, Reborn. Whenever a friendly taunt minion is attacked, this gets attacked instead. Chef's kiss. Oh, my God. <laughs> this minion is unlike anything we've seen before. Yeah. This confused the heck out of me, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. And by the way, the attack gets assigned to the taunter before it goes to this. So any of your, uh, when your taunt minions get attacked, like, yeah, synergies happen. It still happens. But then Alustra takes the hit, which means you get like double, uh, sorry, quadruple the mileage out of your taunt minions uh, with an Mm Alustra. Alustra is going to soak up four hits. It's nuts. It also completely broke my brain because I had a Baron Rivendare on board and I'm like, I know exactly how to protect my Baron Rivendare. Wait, now Alistra is here. Do I put my taunts next to Baron? And the answer is yes. Yes, you do. And it hurt my brain for a good five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it definitely confused the heck out of me, too, because I kind of just jumped into Battlegrounds without reading the patch notes so I'm looking at this divine shielded minion on the other side going, what the heck are my minions doing attacking that thing? Is Battlegrounds broken? Like, what did they do? There's taunts here. What's happening? Uh, but yeah, no, working as intended. Uh, just, yeah, gross and disgusting and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's great. I think it, I made it work and I wasn't even doing a taunt comp. This is just a good kind of foil for uh, your, your opponent, your opponent's got a plan. I'm going to do the joke. Yeah. You got Everyone's got their plan. And, and Elistra like should have clown makeup on it, This is, this card is an agent of chaos and I love it. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Where are my dark Knight fans at? <laughs> I would like a new good Batman movie, please everybody. Cause that's how long it's been since we got one. Come at me. Snyder fans. Actually, please don't. I'm sick of hearing your defense. Uh, (laughs) anyways um yeah that's it those are all the new minions and uh so some minions are leaving righteous protector is gone from tier one the beast is gone from tier three die in a fire you piece of absolute garbage i've never hated a card more in my life you suck and i hate getting you and i hope you never return to the game uh moving on crowd favorite die in a fire i hate you you suck never return to the game uh shifter zeris i'm going like to miss you crowd favorite I'm gonna miss shifter oh, i'm going to miss shifter i'm going to miss shifter shifter's such a good boy sometimes he's a shifter, terrible boy yeah shifter is but. one of those cards where you're just you're talking about chaos you're leaning into that chaos you're like you know what i'm going to spend 3 gold and at some point in this game this is just going to pay off. And then sometimes he just sits there and is like, hey, guess what? I'm a righteous protector. And now guess what? I'm a scavenging hyena. And you're like, Zerus, no, you need to be Kalios. Zerus, no. I mean, that's what you do. Uh, Zerus for me is I, when I throw my hands up, I'm like, I have been offered crap. I have three gold left. If I roll one more time, I'm not going to be able to buy anything. Zerus, take the it's wheel. Zerus time. Yeah. Zerus, take the wheel is something yeah. I scream 
constantly while playing Battlegrounds that I'm really going to miss Zerus, like, big time. Uh, yeah, and Righteous Protector, is, it was a weird, like, not great minion that I got a lot of mileage out of in a lot of strange scenarios. So I think I'm actually going to miss Righteous Protector as well. But uh, what's more important we is did get, we got the reborn taunt right yeah. in its place. Yeah, so I like think that's fine. Very yeah. similar mileage out of that minion mm-hmm. of, 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 you know, always going to absorb two hits. Right. Yeah. So um, what's more important is kind of put this in perspective, how this affects our, our draft pool. So that is uh, three minions out of tier three with two new tier three minions going in. So we're actually down a minion, which is going to help tier three be just a little bit more consistent, which I'm really happy with. I think tier three was just a little too bloated. Uh, in our elementals meta, it was just like, I could never find a, yeah. like consistently good tier three minions or B, uh, ever freaking have any hope of finding my triple on a tier three that I was, that I was looking for. Yeah. I feel like tier three was the tier that I just kind of tried to skip as quickly as possible and have as the least amount of turns there. Like I just wanted to get to four, like one and two were fine. And then four was where I was aiming to actually start to make some sort of consistent comp. And then a tier three stuff, whenever I would get it, it was because I was like on four and threes were being rolled into my tavern. Like I never yeah. stayed there trying to get stuff. It was like useless. <laughs> yeah. And and if you're, if you're unaware, if you need a refresher, you know, tavern tier one has 16 copies of each minion. Tavern tier two has 15 copies of each minion. Tavern tier three, 13, uh, 11 copies at four, nine copies at five and seven copies at six. So at tier three, since we are down one net minion that is 13 fewer cards yeah 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 that are in the pool which is significant so Mm -hmm. uh where things are getting more diluted however is tier four and five uh because we didn't lose minions at that tier yeah we just gained minions we just got some yeah so tier one count some garrett (laughs) tier one and two count stays the same tier three uh, is one minion's uh, worth of cards lighter, so 13 cards lighter in the pool. Tier four is gaining three minions worth of cards. That's a ton of new cards cluttering and diluting so that's, up. Yeah, that's 33, right? Because there's 11 copies times that three minions. That checks out. Yeah, math. Yeah, yeah, I can do, I can do, I can yeah. multiply ones. I can multiply ones. <laughs> um, uh, tier five is also gaining three minions worth of cards. So that's nine times three, which is 27. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, tier six is gaining one minions worth of cards. So, which it's only seven copies per seven. minion, <laughs> but th- that it's, it's all it like in a certain way, it's like all kind of relative because there's so few copies of each tier six minion in the pool to begin with that introducing more is still diluting things in a way that is noteworthy. Yeah. A helicopter I think is landing in my front yard. So I'm riding the mute button like crazy. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I'm like, I can't hear anything. Everything sounds fine. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Is the president coming to visit? I really hope not. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, that does it. That's your battlegrounds update. There's so much to it. Oh my God. We're an hour into the show news. Good news, everyone. I don't know why I tried to switch to a title card and hit the wrong button. Doesn't matter. Standard wild balance. Jocelyn, are you ready for you? I've literally lost count of how many times Demon Hunter has been nerfed. Are you ready for that? Not enough times <laughs> is the correct answer. Okay. Well, it's still in the game and not nuked from orbit. So, yeah. you know, more can be done. Yeah. So um, before we get started, uh, Hearthstone senior game designer Alec Dawson, who has just been lovely with the last few rounds of uh, constructed 
balance changes to Hearthstone, basically giving us additional developer comments on Twitter ahead of time. It's keeping that tradition alive. Um, and started this off by saying, uh, these nerfs are mainly focused on lowering the overall power level of Demon Hunter, uh, saying that Demon Hunter's population in higher levels of play was growing week over week, hitting nearly 35% last week. I'm absolutely baiting you, Jocelyn. How does this make you feel? Uh, like that's my latter experience. Like they're just everywhere. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've never conceded so much in my life. Like Mm. I am not, I am not generally the kind of person that goes into a game and just doesn't even give myself a chance to win. Like normally I'll play it out, even if I know I'm super unfavored because it's still a Hearthstone game and I'm supposed to be having fun. Um, but my, Games against Demon Hunter just never worked out well. I didn't want to play Warrior to just hard counter like 35% of the ladder because that still means that there's like 65% of the games where you're not directly counting countering them, right? Like, so that just feels bad uh, to shore up one matchup and, and not the rest. So, and I mean, Warrior was an okay choice at this point in time because there is so much aggression on the ladder, but I don't know, like, I just, I don't want to sit there and be like, I'm just going to play control. Control's never been my most favorite kind. Like, I like the fun stuff. I like the big combos. I like tempo things. I like putting minions on the board and smashing them into other minions. Like, all the fun things you're supposed to be able to do in Hearthstone. Fun is a relative <laughs> term, and I'm surprised that it I know, hasn't. I know and fun. I'm surprised the definition <laughs> of fun for you hasn't morphed into ruining demon hunters day as a control warrior. Yeah. It's so when I say like uh fun things, I do understand that it's relative, but a lot of times we've heard from the devs and, and this is kind of comments more so from like the beginning of Hearthstone, but we heard them talking a lot about how they, they like the idea of focusing on like minion on minion combat. That's where they found the fun. And so I'm just kind of like leaning into those comments, I guess saying like, Yes, that is the kind of Hearthstone fun that I have is when I can put minions on the board, smash them into other minions. That's fun. So I'm not a huge fan of control. I'm also not a huge fan of aggro because even though aggro puts a lot of minions on the board, it smashes into face, (laughs) which is less, you know, interesting and fun to me. Again, relative, my fun, whatever. Um, so yeah, anyways, to, to get back to the point is that, so, um, so again, to bring the Joker back up, you're a schemer. You like having a plan. I do like having a plan. Mm, Jocelyn is a schemer. Uh, (laughs) So, and, and the 1%. So both Bane and the Joker would be coming for you. So you're just, (laughs) you better, you better get a panic room. Um, Uh, you're assuming I don't already have one. Come on. (laughs) I am like probably the most anxious person, you know, (laughs) I have a panic plan. (laughs) Is the password to the panic room picnic? (laughs) Or is it just a burning, or or is is it just a burning picnic basket emoji? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, like to, to bring it back to the latter experience, like I, I was absolutely, facing a lot of demon hunters, facing a lot of aggression, ended up just conceding against the demon hunters because those games just, even if I was like playing them out, I wasn't having fun. I was very rarely able to actually play the deck the way I wanted to play the deck. And so I was just like, nope, get me out of these. So I was conceding a lot of games. I'm not surprised that the number of people playing demon hunter was this high 
Uh, because yeah, they're just, man, they can do everything, which is really frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't disagree, even though I've, you know, I've been playing a, a little bit about uh, a little bit of demon hunter. Um, they're strong. Like there's no, there's yeah. no way to slice it. They just, they are, they, yeah. There's no way to twin slice it. They're strong. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking to hat too much. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, so let's, uh, let's talk about the way that they will not be as good as they used to be. And, uh, let's find Jocelyn's fun. Uh, I believe your definition of fun now is uh, continue nerfing demon hunter. And that's exactly what happened. Starting a blade dance, uh, going up by one mana, uh, used to cost two now going to cost three. Um, this is one of my most hated cards for demon hunter. Um, <laughs> I absolutely get tilted to hell, uh, green tinted hell and back from blade dance. It's just like out of nowhere with all the friggin' attack they can give their hero. Just like, Oh, okay. I guess everything I just play, everything I spent the last few turns doing is just irrelevant. Thanks. Cool. Bye. Well, um, I mean, at least it's one of the things that are rotating, right? So yeah. it's, it's getting air. It is changed now and also rotating in a few months. So this is initiate set, right? Yeah, it's initiate. Yeah. It left a little wiggle room on whether all initiate cards were going or not. So I wouldn't, I've seen that being thrown uh, no, around. The initiate, I'm like 99.9% .9 sure initiative set is rotating because it's year of the dragon stuff. It was the, it was the cards that were added so that. I, I'm aware the, of that. I just, okay. When yeah. I talked to some devs, when demon hunter was announced, they made it seem like they may consider keeping some cards around. Okay, devs, if these cards stay in standard, I will quit. <laughs> I will quit the game. That's the only thing I'm hanging on to. We right need now, a character for these you. These cards. You've got these like cards. You got mad like 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 scorned bus driver energy right now. Can we, can we get bus driver Joss to be like a character? Where you're just like, if you don't, if you don't kick blade dance, then hell to the curb. I will pull this bus over. <laughs> you know, it's hilarious. My mom was a bus driver, so I come by it very honestly. <laughs> we figured it out. Yeah. I had mad high school flashbacks just then. I was not the one being yelled at, by the way. I was, uh, I was the most well-behaved kid covered in leather and spikes that you could have ever, ever shaken a stick at. I don't know who, sh who oh. shakes sticks at anything. Um, doesn't matter. I'm but happy yeah, with this no, play they, dance change. If, if they don't rotate, I'm I'm gonna riot. I I will riot. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy with the yeah, play dance now it's change. Nerfed. Yeah, uh, moving right along. Shards shatter. Mystic is also going up by one mana. Used to cost three, now costs four. If you don't remember what this three two does, it's the battle cry: destroy a soul fragment in your deck to deal three damage to all other minions. I bet you can assume that if I didn't like play dance, I probably don't like this minion, and you would be right. Yeah, they seem to have soul shards right away. So this could get played on curve, which again, they have so much good board clear. So yeah, um, four mana puts it on par with Hellfire, except for you get a body that's stuck behind after that. And you also don't hit your own face. So nowhere near the, the kind of downside. The only thing is it may not be active, but like I said, they tend to have soul fragments in their deck by this point in the game because that's something they're doing on turn one and two. So it is what it is, but yeah, at least it costs them more mana now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a little aggressively costed in my opinion. So I'm happy with this too. Yeah. Um, 
There's, I, uh, by the way, I am so happy to see a uh, discussion about the game and memes return to the Hearthstone subreddit because um, there's <laughs> a wonderful meme at the top of the subreddit today uh, that says uh, these nerfs do nothing. Uh, and it's, uh, uh, it starts with uh, nerfing cards by one mana isn't meaningful. And then it shows Guardian Animals, Warglaze of Azanoth, uh, 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 Necrium Apothecary, Bad Luck Albatross, and a ton of others, uh, including Mana Worm, for example. Uh, so shout out to uh, Redditor uh, Little Dingus Big Brain. What a great name. <laughs> I was, I, if you, the hesitation was me making sure it wasn't saying anything absolutely terrible. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, uh, shout out to them for that for that meme. I'm so happy to see uh, other conversations being had on subreddit again. Thank you. Keep the memes flowing. The memes must flow. Um, <laughs> and they have a good point. One mana does tend to make a dent. So yeah, uh, Dreadlord's Bite is getting nerfed. Uh, it used to be three attack, two durability. Now it's going to be two attack, two durability. This is the, uh, if you don't remember, the weapon for Demon Hunters that has the outcast deal one damage to all enemies. I like this targeting of wrath effects of board-wide damage. Even though this doesn't actually affect the the board-wide damage of it, but like this combined with the Blade Dance nerf, like it is, it is impactful. Yeah. And then we leave Demon Hunter Town and go to just Hunter Town or Dino Tamer Brand, who's gaining a mana. Uh, this used to be seven mana, now it's going to cost you eight to uh, summon your King Crush, because why are you putting this in your deck if you don't have no duplicates in your deck? <laughs> yeah, so again, this is another change I think is totally fine. I found Bran on seven, sometimes like too early, like I might have been able to actually stabilize, but then turn seven comes and they're like, bam, I've got Bran. Uh, so I think this is good. And also they did say uh, it was preemptive because they thought that it would just dominate. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly what, uh, what Alec Dawson had to say about that. Yeah. Which like, honestly, as, as another aside, and I'm sorry, I promise I'm going to try to keep the show as on time as possible, but I wish that they would put those notes in the patch notes. Like, Hey, death note. Bleh, Alec tweet like why <laughs> why I, is it over on Twitter in a different place I just wish it was sometimes, like easier to get the um yeah I agree the, the, the not description the reasoning behind yeah. like the insights I just wish it's great that they're putting it out there I just wish it was all put out there in the same spot um I don't know I, I know every team is different and I have to uh, kind of look at that and think that maybe it's just a matter of how the team operates and how their editing process is like maybe it would take longer for the patch notes to actually get approved and thus posted if they did that maybe they're a little more lenient to what developers tweet out whereas over mm-hmm. on a game like uh, here's the storm which I also cover they make a point to include dev comments at pretty much every step of the way but who knows honestly the heroes patch notes are my favorite patch notes of any game ever and i don't even play heroes anymore but the heroes patch notes are perfection (laughs) yep Uh, dude dead game get more updates than overwatch love it it. uh voracious reader uh is going up by a mana used to cost two gonna cost three (laughs) yeah fair as someone who has abused the living hell out of this card this card's just too good. Um, Two mana felt broken. <laughs> it was busted. It yeah. was busted. And uh, probably still going to play this card, by the way. 
Yeah. If I draw at least two- now it's like you can uh, maybe not dump your whole hand if you're going to play this behind it. So you get like one less card draw potentially like. Yeah. I think this is this is a good change and, and probably an impactful change. I think this is probably the most impactful change that they made here. Uh, yeah, I was broken on two. I this agree. is better. <laughs> Uh, and then finally, Lore Keeper Pulkelt uh, going up by a mana. You guessed it. Uh, we used to cost four, <laughs> gonna cost five. And so, yeah. Still fine. Yep. yep <laughs> indeed. Um, Alec Dawson also had a few other interesting things to say. He said that they, uh, when it came to Demon Hunter, that they looked at aggro and soul fragment Demon Hunter separately. Um, and then also that uh dreadlords by voracious reader and lorekeeper polkel were nerfs that are aimed at reducing the refill and reach uh that aggro demon hunter currently has whereas uh the blade dance and shard shatter mystic are more focused on the efficiency of their board clearing ability and then also gave a particular an extra uh clarification to why blade dance got nerfed by saying that um it got significantly more powerful as demon hunter accumulated more ways to gain attack talking about the twin slice change, new weapons and all of the other things. And that, uh, the team didn't agree, uh, or sorry that this didn't agree with one of the weaknesses demon hunter is supposed to have, which is killing big min, big minions, uh, which is hilarious to think about demon hunters, not killing big minions. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I mean, it's it's just been the year of demon hunter, which yeah, I, when I think about the minutiae of it and I really think about the launch, you know, I'm with you. It annoys me, but also it's the first new class. I want it to be the year of demon hunter a little bit, maybe didn't have to be so blunt and mm-hmm. over the top. But I, I think really Josh, it just comes down to, we were not prepared. We were not prepared. Uh, and we'll have to see how everything shapes up going forward. I hope this impacts the overall population of demon hunter on the ladder Um, I mean, we saw in the world championship this weekend, demon hunters all over the place. And even with a ban and targeting system, a lot of them still made it through. And, you know, like there just was no countering them in some cases. I don't think there was anyone who got stuck on their demon hunter and couldn't get a win and was eliminated from the world championships because of that. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't really have much much else to add. I'm, I I really agree with you on basically everything when it comes to Demon Hunter. I think they're I I'm trying not to uh like bring it up too often or rip on it or whatever, but uh yeah, it is it is one of the things that I would point to when thinking of my least favorite Hearthstone things over the course of, you know, the existence of Hearthstone, I'd like point at Demon Hunter for sure and be like, why? <laughs> Just why? <laughs> I still but think Crackle, but that's okay. Year. Well, yeah. And I mean, we all have our <laughs> things, right? We all have the things about the game that we don't love and Demon Hunter's my thing. And uh, yeah, so we'll have to see what happens next year. I think that there was definitely, um, I mean, obviously because it was super strong on launch, I think there there was an aspect of, hey, we're launching something new for the first time. Let's make sure that it's powerful. Let's make sure that people want to play it. And then as a result of that, it was too powerful. But I think that that kind of uh, attitude kind of just kept going throughout the year. And you're right, Garrett. Like it is the first new class we've had since launch. 
this being the year of the Demon Hunter maybe isn't a terrible thing, but if next year's year of the Demon Hunter 2, that's really going to suck. Like, they've had their time in the spotlight now. They had a great launch. They had a great first year. Let's get them down in line with everybody else and get them in the, like, sometimes they're strong, sometimes they're weak kind of um, modulation of class power with everybody, alongside everybody else. Can't argue with those requests. Um, <laughs> as to the dual balance updates, uh, to be uh, completely honest with our listeners, we have both not been playing duels. Um, yeah. And so it not looks jam. <laughs> like a foreign language to me. I, so I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and try and comment on something that I'm like completely and horrendously unknowledgeable about. Um, I, I got into it at launch, uh, and then standard got real fun at the launch of, uh, oh my God. Darkman fair. Darkman fair. Thank you. Um, <laughs> And, and, uh, I got swept away by that. And then I got back into battlegrounds and there's just legitimately too much arson to play right now. Um, so we're, we're picking our battles and luckily our battles are aligning at the moment. So, yeah, I think I will play some more duels once we get to the point where like it's fully released and everything's out and all the rest of it. Um, like I just, I don't know there, there seems to like, it still seems super beta E there's still a lot of balance changes. There's still a lot of things that I see on Twitter that are like, this seems broken. I don't like this, blah, blah, blah. So like, I think I'll probably save duels for like a downtime in Hearthstone when, you know, again, things just align that the standard meta is getting a little bit stale and the battlegrounds meta is like it was in elementals. It's pushing me out of there too. Like, I think it's interesting. I'm glad it exists. I know there's people that, that really enjoy duels. So I think I'll probably get more into it when, like you said, the other two modes that I really do enjoy, Battlegrounds and Constructed Standard, uh, once those get a little bit stale or I get tired of them or whatever, which I'm sure is going to happen probably near the end of January, uh, where again, like all of our big and into February when all of our big stuff is going to be announced for at BlizzCon line and, and everything else like that's probably when I'm going to be checking out duels. So there are balance updates. It's all detailed in our show notes. We've got, you know, links over to the the patch notes, the blog post as well. But um, yeah, I don't know what's happening. I, I cannot comment on this yeah, <laughs> in terms yeah. of my like only, good, bad, like seems good, seems fine, I guess. Yeah, my, my only <laughs> take um, is, is that uh, they've, they've reduced a ton of the number of cards you need to have in your collection to unlock different power hero powers and treasures. Yeah. Um, and that is just a good thing. Um, we haven't yeah. really talked about it because like, I mean, but like my, my kind of thought was like with, with all of the, uh, fire being lobbed at the, the new, the new uh, rewards track system and, and the, how it affected the economy of Hearthstone that the entire kind of foundation that duels was built upon just was a bad book. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm not a great experience. I think, a, you know, a bit of a bad experience. So this definitely goes, uh, I think, a, quite a decent way to lighten that load. So mm-hmm. And yeah, opening up the mode a little bit more while yeah. still, again, rewarding uh, long term players, which I think was always a good thing that duels did is that it rewarded you for a robust collection. It rewarded you for you know, sticking around in the game for a while and, you know, gave us some potentially interesting deck building that you don't necessarily see unless you're playing on the wild side. So I think more modes that actually reward a large wild collection is a good thing. I just think I agree with you, Garrett, like the the barrier to entry there was maybe a little bit too high. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I love that you can use uh, wild cards. Um, mm-hmm. Like the first couple of weeks when I was playing it quite a bit, that's what I liked about it because I don't play a ton of wild. So it's just like, oh man, I missed these cards. This is awesome. Yeah, remember this card? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. But there's a lot of nostalgia in duels, I think. Yep. Yep. But that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Uh, that, that's the, uh, that's the, the major gigantic 19.2 patch. Um, I really enjoyed what little bit of battlegrounds I got to play, uh, before today. The, the, the again, I can't just can't believe they added spells and the way that they've implemented it. I have no idea if like in three weeks, two weeks, maybe next week I'll be here being like, it's the worst thing ever. Kill it with fire. What were you thinking? But right now it's the most interesting thing ever. It mm-hmm. really surprised me. Um, on top of the fact that they like are trying to make taunt drafting a thing, which is nuts to me. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to definitely spend some time with battlegrounds, uh, over the next, uh, the next week. And I'll let you know how, uh, how that goes when we, when we adjourn, when we re, re adjourn, no, when we reconvene, reconvene <laughs> for, uh, the anger chicken episode 397 next week. Um, but until then we're going to bring this episode to a close. Uh, we want to thank those of you supporting us again over at patreoncom slash T a C. It's how we make money doing this show. It's the best way to support us. Uh, so if you like this show, you like our coverage, that's how you can help us uh, and uh, help us put even more time into the show and also do things like uh, when hard drive space is running at a, an issue, I get to buy things like new hard drives. So um, <laughs> thank you. Solid state. I have more room for games and they're going to load faster. Yeah. I already have some solid states, but like, I don't know about you, Joss. I've got like the 250 from back when that was like $500. And then I've got the 750 from back when that was like $500. And yeah. <laughs> so thank you for the support, everybody. Patreon.com slash TAC. Go get yourself some perks. Join our Discord. Get an ad free version of the show and just hang out with some awesome people. Um, huge thanks, by the way, to our Patreon producers as well. Thank you, Declan H. Thank you, Cheesy Bob. And thank you, Lord of the Cup. We really appreciate your support. If you want to become a producer, well, the information is over at the Patreon. Uh, other than that, the whole back catalog of TAC, you missed an episode last week, two weeks ago, you want to catch up, head on over to theangrychicken.com. Uh, you can also find the VODs over at youtube.com slash amove2. That's A-M-O-V-E, numerical number two. You'll find the full-length uncut VODs over there. But before we go, Joss, where can people find you when you're not the angriest of chickens? You can find me on Twitter and Twitch. I am at Joss Plays. We're going to do a little bit more streaming for Extra Life. If you'd like to support the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals, you can go to bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2020. That campaign runs through the end of the month. Uh, again, uh, stream is at twitch.tv slash Joss Plays. I'm going to be streaming tonight. We are uh, raiding in Castle Nathria, which is really fun. So if you guys are fans of World of Warcraft and you want to see me shaman heal poorly, then uh, do come and uh, hang out in the Twitch chat. The tank in me that I've been playing does not want to watch you heal, heal poorly, but uh, but you should watch that anyway. <laughs> uh, folks, I'm Garrett Art on Twitter. You can follow me on there. It's G-A-R-R-E-T-T-A-R-T. Over there on Twitter, uh, amove.tv for this and every single other podcast that I produce. If you like Heroes of the Storm, there's Into the Nexus. If you like World of Warcraft, I have Wow Killer. If you like Star Wars, we're still doing Let's Talk About Star Wars as the Mandalorian heads towards its season two finale this Friday. If anyone spoils me on Twitter, I'm going to find you. (laughs) I'm going to find you and I'm going to give you some very mild bruises with my replica lightsaber. (laughs) Uh, did you just ask, is it good? 
Yeah, I did. It's is legitimately it? the greatest thing in the history of Star Wars, Jocelyn. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I asked. I'm sorry. I take it back. <laughs> Have you watched the, uh, you've seen the World of Warcraft episode of South Park, right? Yes. Just like, Butters, join the worldwide sensation, whatever it is when Butters isn't playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> That's my feeling when someone's like, hey, yeah. is, you know, I didn't really like to do Star Wars movies. Is the Mandalorian any good? I'm just, yes, it's amazing. What are you doing? Go watch it now. <laughs> I haven't seen season one either. I'm just not watching it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, I like, I, I get it. I like, I'm not down on anyone who's not big in the Star Wars. I get it. I'm not big in the Star Trek. I can understand not being into some big, you know, nerdy tentpole. <laughs> I do think you would like the Mandalorian. That's, that's, that's my thought. We did a lot of spoiler podcasts together uh, back in the day. Embrace the spoilers if anyone wants to go back and experience that. I think the Mandalorian would work for you. Yeah. All yeah. right. May, maybe I'll think about checking it out. Maybe. I'm pushing this like <laughs> like it's a sponsor and I'm getting a kickback. Yeah, like, what do right. I have to do to get <laughs> you in this Mandalorian today? It's funny because it sounds like DeLorean. I don't know, man. Make it not about Star Wars. <laughs> <sighs> I've got a loose lightsaber blade just sitting in arm's reach. That's how much I like Star Wars. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of The Angry Chicken, everybody. We will see you next week for episode 397. But until then, jobs done. Jobs done. Like you're there!